0: Hey, today you can go out and buy Peter Frampton's new album. Frampton forgets the words, and he just celebrated a birthday yesterday. Happy so birthday! Happy birthday, Peter Frampton. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Did you buy yourself your own album for your birthday? <laughs>
1: well, I don't have to because they just sent me a whole bunch to sign, so uh, <laughs> for other people. So um, I, I I didn't sign one to to myself.
0: No. <laughs> hey, how does that work when you when you come out with an album? Does the record company just send you like a hundred of them for you to keep, and you just have like hundreds of your former albums just tucked in an attic or something?
1: No, they well they used to send you like boxes, you know, free. But now, of course, uh, they send you two. <laughs> so it's one for me and. You know, one for somebody else. You know, that was about it. No, they sent they sent me I uh, I don't know about, mm, 25 something like that. So I've got that. I've got the vinyl and I've got the CD. So um, it was just I saw them for the first time yesterday. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see it. It's the final thing all put together.
2: So Frampton forgets the words again. Released today, and the it's a collection of some of your favorite songs. I mean, how when you ask somebody, "Hey, what's your favorite song throughout time?" How did you come up the ones that are on this album?
1: Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty good uh, process, in as much as we'd already done uh, all blues. We recorded all blues and another full blues album, uh, which is not released yet, and then we recorded um to forgets the words and then we recorded um half a solo album all in the space of three months uh from october 2018 to um may of just before we started rehearsing for the finale tour so all this recording was done uh two years ago and uh so after we finished the blues um project um uh i just said to the guys i want to record some more what can we do and then i thought well let's do um an instrumental covers then i don't have to wait around to write um we can just launch right into a choice of songs so everyone put put their list together and um i made a playlist of everything and just sat there with my guitar and my amp, and just played along with everything and the ones that um meant something to me, or were, I felt could I could do the best tribute to, um, I felt the most comfortable with, were, were the ones that uh, ended up, which just a case of history right now.
2: It makes sense that you did Isn't It a Pity from George Harrison, but it's the only song that you didn't play on the album, All Things Must Pass.
1: Yeah, I know. It's the one they played when I walked into Abbey Road, sheepishly, the very first day of the sessions. Um and I'm standing around all these luminary, you know, half the Beatles and, and, uh, and Klaus Worm Billy Preston, you know, all these wonderful players. Wow. And um, that was the song that the first one they played back before we started tracking. They must have done it the day before. And it just, my jaw was on my chest. And, and it was, I was just like dumbfounded as how, how great it sounded. Um, you know, George Harrison with the wall of sound. From Phil Spector, it was quite an enormous sound, you know, for the few players that were on it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was uh, very memorable. And that, that's why I thought that would be the one I would, I would do.
0: As a r- tribute. Frampton Forgets the Words is out right now, so uh, get that vinyl CD, you know, get it, CD, vinyl, whatever you want. You know, your history in music is pretty damn amazing, and a lot of people may or may not know about you growing up with David Bowie and you cover one of his songs on this album. Was there ever any discussion when you're a teenager with David Bowie about ever forming a rock group together?
1: No. We, um, that's one thing. He was, um... It was always, um, David was always in his own bands. Uh, David Bowie in the lower third, J- David uh, Davy Jones and the Nighttimers. This is when I was starting out as well. And um, no, a- and we had played on stage in the same theater, the same night many times, but not in the same band, you know, obviously because it's a small circle over there or was back then. And uh, so, when David finally, um, uh, you know, we've been in touch his whole life, my whole life, and stayed in touch with friends, and, and uh, when he called me up and said, you know, would you like to play on my next record? I said, oh my goodness, finally. Um, of <laughs> course, I would love to, you know, but he, he could have chosen anybody, as we know, yeah. and he chose me, and then while I was doing the sessions in Switzerland, is when he he asked me if I would, um come out and be one of the guitar players on on the Glass spider tour, which really was um, uh, quite an amazing thing he did for me because my credibility as a musician had been doused in in teeny bo <laughs> and um and uh, he saw that and and felt you know uh, that he knew me as the guitar player, the musician, not the front man so much yeah. and uh, so that's why he took me around the world in stadiums to reintroduce me as a musician and my career
2: pretty
0: much changed from that incredible hey, hey peter you know you you've been always a great storyteller with us during the years whether it's in studio or over the phone and go back to your beginning you know humble pie and i, I don't know if you saw the bg documentary that was on hbo a couple months back but they told the story when they were in australia they went to england and they never tried marijuana before and the first time they tried pot it was with john lennon and I thought that was just such a great story. So you're a kid, you're in Humble Pie, you're 16, 18 years old, whatever it is. Who was, like, the first big star you smoked pot with? And you're like, holy crap, I'm I'm sharing a joint with Jimi Hendrix or whoever it is.
1: Well, no, it was actually, um, well, it was Steve Marriott, you know. I hadn't smoked pot before I met Steve, who was obviously the, the front man of the small faces yeah. at that time. <laughs> and... Um, so, but I do remember how it affected me. Um, it must have been rather strong uh, because we were in the kitchen. I remember smoking and um, I just started feeling a little woozy and uh, I, I started to sweat. <laughs> I, op- I opened the kitchen door. It's like winter. There's a little bit of frost on the ground and there's a rose bush. And I just wanted to get outside where it was cool. It just, I felt so hot. And uh, so the next thing I know, I, I pass out in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> and you wake
2: up, where do these thorns come from?
1: Yeah, yeah um, you know, it wasn't the most, uh, it wasn't pretty. Um, and um, I, I think that happened to me one other time. before oh. so I, I gave up. Um, I thought this can't be for me. Um, and so for many, many years, I, 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 uh, I turned it down. So, um, eh, it's different now. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah <laughs> No yeah,
0: doubt. Yeah, it is. Hey, who was the guy when you would go on tour with, and, and geez, you, you know, you had some iconic tours with people. Who was the guy who was best with the groupies? Because we, uh, we, we keep hearing David Crosby did awesome with the ladies back in the day.
1: Well, I don't know. Um. <laughs> You know, um I have my day. Um, <laughs> no really but yeah, but I mean, I don't know it's I, I don't really get into all that, you know it's it's a uh, um, it was back then we were young, we were fearless and uh, stupid so um, but uh, I, I have my fun. I have mine. Yeah.
2: You know, Peter, I love the fact, you know, the videos that you have accompanying the songs on uh, Frampton Forgets the Words, in particular, Isn't It a Pity? And it starts with the end of your farewell tour, and then we follow you to your home, is, you know, the finally, and then we have the pandemic. And I love the fact that it follows that we get to see Peter Frampton in his own surroundings and, and doing this song and having Zoom chats with his kids and playing, you know, silly games. The one thing I wanted to see is what was Peter Frampton's go to recipe during the lockdown? Did you end up learning any kind of new skills or cooking or anything else or just kind of, you know, sit around your house and play?
1: Um, well, uh, sitting around the house and playing is, is definitely a lot of what I do, obviously. Um, but yeah, I did actually, I've never cooked, you know, i scramble an egg, that was about it. But then I did, I did, I did learn how to, you know, I love a nice piece of salmon and some, lots of veggies, I'm a, i am I need protein and, and my veggies, so. Um, So I learned how to cook a really good, thanks to my daughter told me how to, Jane told me how to wrap it up and put the the oil and everything. So anyway, yeah, it's now chef. Ah, There we go. I love it.
0: I love it. Well, Peter, the album's out today. We can't wait to get it. Frampton forgets the words. We're going to play some Peter Frampton. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thanks,
2: Peter. Oh, thank you.